Welcome to Sealing God's People at sealinggodspeople.org. Podcast there with our own app, Sealing God's People, uh, for the podcast iPhone, Android, and over 25 different locations for the podcast with your host, Dennis Beard. We've been talking about the sealing, of course, that is Sealing God's People, and that's where we were saved uh, from the Lord of Visitation on the 19th of January, 2019. Uh, basically over two hours after preaching at a Maasai tribal church in Transamerica, Kenya, Africa, uh, the Lord visited. And basically uh, some visions there and the Lord spoke. On the visitation, we saw the nations covered in blood and uh, the Lord saying, seal my people by my word. Uh, as I send the angel from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. We took that very seriously, started the podcast, Sealing God's People. That is, is the last of the last days and troublous times. Now, Jesus in the book of the Revelation, in the apocalyptic seal in Revelation 7, was to seal the servants of God in their forehead. It's the mind of Christ through the word of God. And before the four winds were to hurt the earth, the land and the sea and the trees to seal the servants of God in their forehead. Now, the sealing is not only for protection. It's an authoritative discipleship in the things disciplined of God in the present truth. It's not just, well, I'm doing this to protect you. I'm doing this because I'm putting my seal that this testimony is true. You have set to your seal that God, his testimony is true, that God said of his son. And that son is God manifest in the flesh the Father revealed. So therefore, Christ is that sealing. Christ is the seal. Christ is the word. Christ is every office of the Spirit. So the final sealing of uh, the servants of God in their forehead, going from babies and newborn babes, desire than sincere and muckle the word, they may grow thereby. Well, they're unskillful in the word of righteousness. Hebrews 5 tells us that, Paul writing. Then we go to the next level, little children. And John tells us in 1 John 2, verse 12 through 14, I write to you little children. Because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, and you've known the Father. Jesus said, you've known me, you should have known my Father. Well, the little children know that Jesus is the Father of glory. So they've had a higher revelation in glory in going from babies to little children. It's a higher level of glory, going from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The next step then is for young men. I write unto you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you, and you've overcome the wicked one. We find that again in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. Then the final full growth is that of fathers, and that's a small f. There's only one God, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God who's above all, father of all, and in us all. That's Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But the fathers, he said, I write unto you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. 
Now, through the Word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, we find there are 66 books. And each of these books, there speak of the light of God. And the number of light is 22. There's 22 knops of bowls in the candlestick with a half egg of beaten olive oil in each of the knops of bowls that feed the seven lamps, which gives light over against the sanctuary, against the table of shewbread where we have the word of God, the ministry that holds up the two rows of shewbread, continual face bread and there before God. So the ministry is that table that lifts up that shoe bread. But we have the candlestick, the light that gives light in that sanctuary, in that holy place called the sanctuary. So we're going into a higher level of glory each time we go from babies to little children to young men to fathers. For the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image, from glory to glory. Now, we know we're going higher in glory. And we find that there's going to be a remnant of her seed that keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. Keeping the commandments of God are those that love God, keep his commandments. Then there is also that remnant that have the testimony of Jesus. Now, that's very important. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. In Revelation 19.10, John sees a man that he knows has the same character, the majesty, that he, the dignity that he knows is the Lord Jesus Christ, and he begins to bow down to worship him. But this man says, do it not. Says, I do it not. I am of thy fellow servants and of thy brethren, not an angel, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, small s. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus which is the faith that was once delivered to the saints in the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave it to him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. He sent and signified it, sealed it by his servant, by his angel under John. Now, as we look at the book of the revelation, we're going to focus on the seventh chapter now, we will, for those that come in fellowship with us, then you simply write to me and or simply email me or message me. And I will speak with you and fellowship with you in going into a deeper revelation that we cannot cover in the podcast, simply due to the time and nature of the podcast. Want to keep them about 40 minutes long to uh, an hour. Now, I know there's some that we have done that's very uh, long, longer than that. But we try to keep it down 
to about an hour at the, at the maximum. But if you will, contact me and you believe the message. We need to be in fellowship together. For God is calling his body right now in the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. The unity of the faith is not a denomination. Did we want to have a denomination? No, the answer is no. Then we're out of fellowship. Do we want to speak the same things? Be of one mind and one accord for this work that the Lord is calling us for. The answer is definitely, positively, yes. So we need to get together. And we don't know who you are and you don't know us. But if this word, the common ground, the unity of the faith is a word. So we appeal to you in Christ Jesus. If this hits a chord with you and the Holy Ghost bearing witness, then give us a call. Now, some of the ministers are already uh, messaging, saying the Lord said, contact you, Brother Beard. And uh, we, we thank God for that. But not the Lord over anybody. But simply to come into one as the body of Christ is being prepared by the Lord Jesus for the work of the ministry and the propagating of this gospel to all the world. The gospel of the kingdom being preached to all the world for a witness unto all nations. The body of Christ has to come together. We're not talking denominations. You'll have to come out of your denomination to come into the true proceeding word of God from the throne. Because God will share his glory with no one. No denomination is going to take the, the glory of what the Lord does and through his body in these last days. There won't be a name of the door or the house of God except Jesus Christ and uh, his body that would be turned into a fire and the Holy One over them for a flame. So the time is now. The hour is now. And if, if that strikes a witness of the Holy Ghost in you, Give us a call. That is, you can email me at Dennis at DennisBeard.org. You can go to DennisBeard.org website. Send me a message. You can go to SealingGodsPeople.org. Send me a message. I'll get it. We will contact you and work in the ministry together. As the Lord is now preparing his people with a sealing through his word by the Holy Ghost. Now, as we focus on the book of the Revelation, it's the revealing of Jesus Christ, not the Antichrist, that God gave it to him to show unto his servants, the servants of God, things, and those things are the things of faith. The faith that was once delivered to the saints, the Lord is uh, literally restoring that, earnestly contending for that faith that was once delivered to the saints. That is the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus is revealing those things now. And as we receive that visitation of the Lord on the 19th of January, 2019, it shook us over a two-hour visitation to the point when I say shook us, I had uh, our DBM coordinator, Brother Michael Adiambo, with me, who was there. We experienced this together uh, for quite uh, some time, literally over two hours. So we want to bring this to you simply as a shoe shine boy, pop the rag, shine your shoes as a servant to the body of Christ. With that said, the Hebrew ABC theory is the Hebraic design of the revelation. The word of God has 66 books. 22 knobs of bowls in the candlestick is 22 is the number of light because it has a half egg of oil. 
beet and olive oil in each of the knobs of bowls, three on each branch of the, of the branches, and the servant branch of the menorah or the candlestick, that shamash, has four knobs of bowls. So each of the branches, there's six branches on the candlestick, and each of those branches have three knobs of bowls. Six times three is 18. Plus four knobs of bowls upon the center shaft. Why? Because Jesus and the four faces, he is a servant branch. His attic branch on the candlestick reaches higher than all the others. He came from heaven. And it reaches down uh, there to the base of which all the other branches flow in and out of that servant branch on that shamash. So Jesus and the four faces, lie man, ox, and eagle, cherubim of glory, he is that cherubim, capital C, in Genesis 3, after the fall, and a flaming sword, which Jesus is, which is that word of God sharper than a two-edged sword, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the 66 books, it goes three 22s, a 22, 22, and 22, Speaking of the body, soul, and spirit of Jesus Christ. In the volume book, it's written to me, I come to do the will of God. For a body thou hast prepared me. God has prepared himself a body. God himself, not the Son of God. The Son of God is the body of the Father. He is God's own body. God's own flesh. In the days of his flesh, God's own flesh. And we find that in Philippians 2, 6 through uh, 8, that Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, not made equal to, to be equal, and nobody's equal to God except God himself, made himself of no reputation, humbled himself, and took upon him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of men. And in the former podcast, you know, by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. So we see that a man lost that only a man can redeem us back. Who is that man? God looked for a man. He was amazed he could find none. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation to himself. God worked salvation in, in and of himself alone. Isaiah 59, 16, Isaiah 63, 5. And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Isaiah 53, 1. So we find that Jesus Christ is that Lord that literally made himself of no reputation. And that servant is that you may know and believe me and understand I am he. The Lord, God Almighty, said I am that servant. Before me there was no God for him, neither should be after me. Now when we understand that it's God himself and not some second person of the Godhead, and we get into the work of the ministry, it's going to be the revelation of Jesus, not only in his spirit, not knowing him after the flesh, but after the spirit now, but also his work. We're called for the work of the ministry. Well, we have to have that revealed, and it can only be revealed through the word. So we have to be sealed through the word by the Holy Ghost. Unto all truth, not partial truth, when that which is perfect is come, charity, and that which is in part shall be done away with, then we will know even as we're known of him. So we want to focus on the book of the Revelation 
and specifically chapter 7 because it is the apocalyptic seal of the servants of God in their forehead, preparing the body of Christ for the work of the ministry that only these who have that sealing will be the ones that proclaim that everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the end will come. Second advent of Jesus, when he comes a second time without sin and salvation for the salvation of his saints. Now, with that said, in the Hebrew ABC theory, those that will contact us, you want to be in fellowship with us, I'll get this to you on the Hebraic design of, of Revelation 1 through Revelation 22, as it is not in chronological order, but is designed after the Hebrew ABC theory. And when we understand that, that it's Jesus in every letter from the Aloth through the Tav. And that gives us a deeper understanding in the mysteries, in the types and shadows and the symbolism of Revelation, the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. And this right now is where we as a body of Christ are pressing toward that mark for the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This in Revelation 1, the first letter, the longest chapter in your Bible is Psalm 119. In Psalm 119, it's going to have the ABC diary of the Hebrew alphabet. The Hebrew alphabet is going to have 22 letters. Each of those letters that you see are going to be capitalized in your Bible. The Aleph, A-L-E-P-H. And you'll notice that under that Psalm 119, Aleph, capitalized because it is an attribute of God. That letter, that first letter, is going to have eight verses under it. The next letter will have eight verses under it, etc. All the way through 22 letters will have eight verses in under it because eight is the new beginnings. He's the first beginning of the creation of God. For he created all things, were made by him, for him, and for his good pleasure. He is the word. We can't know the word without knowing the letters. And the letters is a revelation of Jesus Christ from the Allah to the Tav, Alpha to the Omega, the A to the Z. And this gives us this revelation in this little book, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which is a compilation of everything from Genesis to Jude, manifest in that book, that little book, the Bibliorridion. The Biblion is the full book of, of, of Genesis through Revelation. But the little book that's in the angel's hand, you notice in Revelation 10, which is the Yud 10, the 10th letter of the Hebrew ABC theory is the Yud or the hand. And there we are seeing that same Hebraic design that Seven thunders uttered their voices. And as they uttered their voices, John was about to write. And he said, see, thou doest it not. Now, he said that there's a little book in that angel's hand. There's the hand. The yud, the hand. And take that book. Nobody's going to give it to you. Take that book out of the angel's hand and eat you all of it. It'll be sweet to your mouth as honey, bitter to your belly. 
we find John takes that book and eats all of it, not part of it, not a one verse, Charlie, not just one little verse and says, I'm safe, sanctified, and on my way to heaven, realizing there is a greater word, the work of the ministry, that must be prophesied, preached, promulgated to all nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. John is not going to raise again from the dead to do that. It is the body of Christ through that spirit of Elijah, through that spirit that John had that was given to the servants of God that he was to reveal things that must shortly come to pass. And those things are the things of faith, which is the spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus, which God has given now to those that have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. Now, as we see that Yud, that hand, that John, and God's preparing us now for that through the word. Now, Revelation 1 is the Allah. We should see the Allah is the first letter of the Hebrew abecedary. It has uh, the number one, self-existent eternal God, and a picture of an ox. So the Hebrew abecedary is going to have a letter which has a numeric value and also a picture with it. Now, as we see that, we need in Revelation 1, that is the self-existent eternal one. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Shema. Well, that's the ox, the omnipotent, the almighty. We should see that in Revelation 1. We see it in Revelation 1.8. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the almighty. Who? Jesus Christ. Well, then we go to the Beth, the house, the building of the house. Well, Revelation 2. And we go into the first four churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, the house of God. And now the volume of the book is written to me. I come to do thy will of God for a body that has prepared me. That's Jesus Christ himself. Then we see that in the Beth. House, the bait, the second letter of the Hebrew abecedary. And uh, not to spend a whole lot of time on that, we will, for those that come into fellowship with us, uh, I'll get this to you, the breakdown of it on each chapter and how it goes uh, there as we, as we form together in the unity of the faith for the work of the ministry. Now, Three, the third chapter is in the first, third letter of the Hebrew Cedary, Gomel, uh, the camel, to bridge over. And uh, here again, uh, very simple, just sitting at the top, uh, the surface of the Gomel is the other three churches of Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. Uh, there uh, we find that Jesus is the Gomel. Revelation 4, the fourth letter of the Hebrew Cedary, is a dalet. A dalet is a door. So the fourth chapter of Revelation should have a door. And we find there in Revelation 4, 1, there was a door open to me in heaven and a voice of a trumpet talking with me saying, come up hither and I'll show you things that will come to pass hereafter. Show you things. That's not a rapture. But 
commentaries tell you it's a rapture. It, that is a lie. It is falsehood. It's man's doctrine. Uh, tradition of the elders have made the word of God in none effect. I'll show you things which will come to pass hereafter. It's a revelation. It's the testimony of Jesus. It's a revelation of those things which must shortly come to pass. There, Jesus is that door. Revelation 5. Ha! That's the Spirit of God. You have to say it with a guttural. And that is the Spirit of God. He gives us throne room revelation in Revelation 5. Jesus is the ha. He is the Spirit. He is the Father. Revelation 6, the vav or the wa, which is the sixth letter of the Hebrew ABC, ABC theory, which is the connect, the connection, heaven to earth, God to man, two unlike things together. And we find in Revelation 6, in each verse, in connecting, how do we, what word do we use in the English language to connect? We use the word and. So in verse 1, Revelation 6, we see and. And every verse will begin with and through 16 verses. And the 17th verse, it will not. Why? Because 17 is the work of the ministry, the seventh prime. And that's the reason why it's, it is finished. We find 16 ands and in the 17th verse, not an and. Who is that? That person that came from heaven manifest in the earth. It was God himself. That's Jesus Christ. He is the Lord God Almighty. He is the end. Now, we want to focus on that Zane. That's the seventh chapter. The seventh letter in the Hebrew Abyssidiary is the, <clears throat> the Zane. Now, as we look at this, we find it's in the seventh chapter. <clears throat> we find the sealing of the servants of God in their forehead. <clears throat> it's the mind of Christ. It's the one that's done the will of God as young men in Revelation 2 and Revelation 3, the second and third chapter. But now there's a higher ceiling than that of young men as overcomers. And that is uh, the ceiling of the servants of God in their forehead. And we find this engraving. <clears throat> when we see what is Zane, that, that Zane is, is the spirit, which is the sustenance. It speaks of struggle, and it activates, the spirit activates the physical. In other words, the spiritual realm being manifest in the earthly realm. It also speaks of seven being the Sabbath, of course, but there remaineth a rest to the people of God, an eternal sabbatical, not just a seventh day that no man judge you in the keeping of a Sabbath. These are examples of times that are things to come. But what is a Sabbath? Pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day, for then shall be a time of great tribulation. Well, we're going to need a seal because there are four winds that's going to hurt the earth. The land, the sea, and the trees. And it says, don't hurt those, the, the land, the sea, or the trees, until we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. The mind of Christ. 
It's the final glory, the final growth of the church. There we find that this is an impregnating, impregnating principle which activates the whole creation. It's written as a vav or a wasp, six, with a crown upon it, which means uh, it's a direct light or the or of the creator, Jesus Christ himself. That seal is Christ. That seal is that light of the creator, Jesus, coming down into the created world in and through the body of Christ, through the sealing. And we believe the word of God, that God gave testimony of his son and believed on the name of the son of God, and they believe on the name of the son of God for salvation, is Jesus Jehovah is salvation. We believe on that name. We don't think it's Jehovah Jr. We don't believe on that name. We believe on the name of the Son of God. Jehovah is salvation. Yeshua. Jesus. G. Jehovah. Sus is salvation. Jehovah is salvation. Our God has become our salvation. He is our Redeemer. God himself who is the Son of God, which is the Father, revealed in a body of flesh and blood. So only those are going to be sealed, but the little children have that revelation. But the ones that overcome through the Word of God, because it being strong in them, and have overcome the wicked one, the world, the devil, and their own flesh, then come to this higher glory. It's an impregnation the word of God impregnating to the point where it's going to come forth and bust forth and come forth in the earth birth. And this great wonder in heaven, a woman in Lamed, a capsule description of the work of God in Revelation 12. A woman clothed with a son, this great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with a son, the moon and under her feet, upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. There's that crown again. The Zane is a, is a wall or vav with a crown on it. And a crown of 12 stars means the perfect government of God. And she cried, travailing in birth to bring forth a man child. Here's the impregnation of it to what's going to bring forth in those ceilings. Without the ceiling, it won't bring forth. Without the ceiling, there is no pregnation to literally have the creator manifest in and through the physical realm, the body of Christ. That's a profound statement. And those that are sealed are the ones, this esoteric group, this remnant of her seed that are going to be the ones that have come to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man into the knowledge of the Son of God, knowing the name, but not only the name, but the work in the name. Many people say, well, I know him. We don't know him after the flesh anymore, but we know him after the Spirit. Jesus Christ, the Spirit, 
Galatians 4, verse 6, for God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Why? Because the son is the father revealed. One and the same spirit, not a different spirit. Jesus said, I am a father or one. John 10, 30, we're the same spirit. Not a different spirit. We're not spirit junior. That will is an antichrist and will carry your soul to hell. This thing has to hit the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So the impregnating of it there in the Zane is the source of all movement in the mobility in the body of Christ. It's what moves it. We're moved on by the Holy Ghost. It moves on us, and it's our reflection in life as living epistles, lively stones, where it's built up a spiritual house whereby we offer praises unto God. The Lord's doing this work now. He's sealing those now that have an ear to hear. And he just told us in the 19th, of January 2019. Seal my people. Just bring this word. It's not our word. It's not for any of our righteousness or our holiness that God said do it. It's simply an obedience to him that he's doing it in and of himself through his body. And this is the beginning of that impregnation that will start the birth pangs that we will see what we will be taught in Lamed, which is Revelation 12, with the woman literally in birth pangs, bringing forth a man-child, caught up a God into his throne. What is it? Well, now let's take a look at some of the things of the ones that were sealed. Now, there's a lot more I realize. You that know Hebrew, I'm not a Hebrew scholar. I'm not a Greek scholar. We've studied it, of course. Yes, we have. A long time, many years ago, the Lord gave me a vision uh, there of an Ain, a little man that was only two feet high. I won't go into all of it, but basically they were going to bury this man who was only two feet tall. And I was supposed to officiate in a service in this, uh, really it was, it was like a, an open vision. And we were burying this man and it's thought to be dead. And at the time, they said, now, uh, Brother Beard, you officiate this funeral service. Time to take the pulpit. As I did, uh, the ushers brought in this little small beer casket. And a literal man came out, two foot high, white, hoary hair, and uh, literally the power of this was just in something I'd never seen before, only in the Holy Ghost. And he jumped in my hands behind the pulpit and began to preach. And the anointing was so great, the fire coming out of this. And I understood, I didn't understand then what it was. And I said, Lord, give me the understanding. I have no idea what this is. And it was all through the churches, the church world. This man was preaching, not me, this man was. And I was holding up with my hands, and uh, I said, Lord, who is this? And he said, this is Ain. I didn't know anything about the Hebrew ABCD. didn't know anything about it at all. I knew it was a long chapter in the Word of God, so what? But the Ain is the 16th letter of the ABCD. It is the fountain of an eye. 
And it's at this twinkling of an eye, not eyes, eye. The eye, if thine eye be single, the whole body's full of light. It's the eye to our spirit, not eyes to the intellect as one of the senses, but the eye to the spirit. If thine eye be single, the whole body's full of light. But if thine eye be darkness, oh, how great is that darkness? Well, the eye is a fountain. It is a fountain of an eye. It is a fountain there in the spirit, in the eye of not the intellect, not the brain, not the mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. It is the eye to the spirit, where the communion that we have, our conscience, our intuition, our faith is held in the spirit, in the spirit of man. And that's where the Holy Ghost moves in the spirit, which then goes to the soul. We pray to line our will up, our mind, with the will of God, so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh and do the will of the flesh. So therefore, that aim I got into and started studying the Hebrew ABC area, and then I went, wow, this is a work that God will do in the last days. And we find that aim is 70. It has a numerical value of 70, which is the restoration, restitution of all things. And it is the I, the aim, the fountain the fountain of life. So as we focus on Revelation 7 in the ceiling, it begins the impregnated the word of God to come forth in the man-child. And Lamed to instruct, a didactum, to instruct us, to teach us, a capsule description of the work of God, Revelation 12. A basic understanding at the remnant of her seed, not the whole church, but the remnant of her seed, the church. Not Mary back there in, in Bethlehem, Judah. No. The church of the living God, the remnant of her seed that keep the commandments of God. They love God. They keep his commandments, the body of Christ. And they have the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. That spirit of prophecy is the understanding of the word of the words of the book of this prophecy, the spirit of prophecy. And it's only through that sealing and the impregnating of the creator in you, Christ in you, that brings it forth, Jesus in you, the man child caught up to God and to his throne, which Paul saw. He saw the same thing that John did in Revelation 19.10. John saw it and said, this is Jesus. No, it's not. It's a Jesus, all right, but Jesus ahead and we, the body of the Christ, bringing forth Christ in us. Because he said, don't, don't worship me. I am of thy fellow servants and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Why do I need the spirit of prophecy? Which is a small s. Because it's the understanding of the word of God. See, the people, what? The servants of God? By my word, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So it must be believed, those that keep, hear, and keep the sayings of the book of this prophecy will be blessed. In Revelation 1, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. So this sealing is so important, not only for the safety and being able to stand through all these evil times of, of tribulation and persecution. 
which will be hated of all nations for his name's sake, Jesus. And some of us says we'll be killed. They're going to throw you to prison for 10 days, but you're faithful unto death. I'll give you a crown of life. Right. Blessed is he that dieth in the Lord. From henceforth forever, yea, saith the Spirit, that he may rest from his labors, and his works do follow him. We look under that fifth seal, souls of them, that altar in heaven, souls of them, the fifth seal, slain for the word of God, the testimony which they had, they held. And they said, O Lord, holy and true, how long will it be before thou avenge our blood upon them that dwell on the earth? White robes of righteousness were given to each one of them. When somebody said, that's a rapture of the church. No, it's not. And they said, until your fellow servants and your brethren that should be killed as you were should be fulfilled. There's more. It's going to seal their testimony with their own blood as witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the most parts of the earth. Why? Because witness is the same word for mortars. If you believe something, you'll die for it. If you don't believe something, you certainly will not die for it. You shall receive power that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my mortars, my witnesses. Well, that's exactly what's going to happen in the last days through the great work of the ministry in the Jesus ministry that we're all called for, Ephesians 4.12. But the sealing in Revelation 7 is an, is an important, essential sealing for the impregnating to bring forth the creator through the physical in the body of Christ. It is so. It's imperative. We have to have it. it, 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 it there's no question. Can we make it without it? The answer is no. And the truth will prevail, even though it's cast down to the ground. It will prevail. Now, we're going to find that there's a sealing going on of those that were sealed. I heard the number of them that were sealed, 144,000. He did not write 144,000. There is, coming to perfection, 144,000. RMD, thousand. What is that RMD? John wrote in the Greek, RMD, R100, M40, D4, thousand. Why? Because thousands perfected glory. The thousand perfected glory we see in Song 8, the Song of Songs of that Solomon, which is the Canticles of Solomon in Song 8. Solomon numbered a thousand and five songs, three thousand proverbs, but this is the song of songs. And he said, Solomon hath a vineyard in Baal Haman, possessor of a multitude. All the keepers of the vineyard, two hundred, two hundred for the apostle, two hundred for the prophet, two hundred for the evangelist, two hundred for the pastor and teacher, and for the perfecting of the saints. They're the keepers of the vineyard to bring forth a thousand. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, Ephesians 4.12. And for this work of the ministry, 
to prepare the body of Christ for the work of the ministry, for the final promulgation, proclamation, publishing, preaching, the kingdom of God into all the world for witness in all nations, and then the end coming will be Revelation 7. Those will be the ones that are sealed with this impregnating by the creator manifested in the physical church. And that is the Zane. Revelation 7. It's also perfection. 7 is the perfect number of God. Everyone knows that. That 7 is God's perfect number. Completion. Perfection. There we have RMD thousand. Why? Because thousands perfected glory, but RMD is 144 12 squared, which is the church coming unto perfection. Now he's going to change the glory to a higher glory than what we have seen in the order of the tribes. The battle order of the tribes. We see Judah, Issachar, Zebulun in the first row. Then we see Reuben, Simeon, Gad, second row, according to the battle order, according to the tribes in number 10. Then we see uh, the third row. We see Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin, Benoni, Benjamin. And then, of course, the last row, four rows, three in each row, and the last row being that Dan, Asher, Naphtali. Now, each of these is a code for us. And as we see the sealing of it, we see, what does it say? Well, as we see the stones, the stones of the breastplate there are the Sardius, being, being Judah, blood red stone. Then we see the topaz, which is Issachar. My heel, my uh, uh, reward, my buckler, my shield, my heart, my reward. Then we see the last one, Carbuncle, which is Zebulun, dwelling in the house of God and uh, he in us. Then we go to the second row. And that we have the Ligure. If, uh, we have, uh, I'm sorry, the Emerald, Reuben. Then the sapphire, Simeon. Anytime you see sapphire in the word of God, it will be Simeon to hear, to understand, and a sapphire stone. And these will be all the way through the word of God, meaning the same thing. If you see a barrel, it will be Dan, because Dan's written upon the barrel stone. If you see sapphire, you're going to know it's Simeon, to hear, to understand. If you see a diamond, you're going you're gonna to know that that is Gad, a troop cometh. Gad meaning a troop. So we see the second row is an emerald, sapphire, diamond, Reuben, Simeon, Gad. Third row is going to be a ligure, a gate, and the amethyst, the dreamstone. Ephraim, Manasseh, Benoni, son of my sorrow, Benjamin, son of my right hand. And then, of course, the last barrel, onyx, and jasper, Dan, Asher, Naphtali. So let's see what this code is. As we read it, it'll say, Judah, my praise, to praise God, to celebrate God, my heart, going to Issachar, he's my heart, my buckler, my shield, my reward, 
because I dwell in him and he dwells in me, Zebulun. Reuben, see you a son. Send me in to hear and to understand. Gad, a troop cometh. A troop is coming. He will overcome us at the first, but we will overcome at the last. Then the next row, Ephraim, double fruit. Why? Because I'm crucified the world. The world's crucified unto me, Manasseh. I've forgotten the world. It's forgotten me. Why, Benoni is the son of my sorrow. Then turns into Benjamin, son of my right hand. After we suffer a little while, God establish, strengthen, settle us, make you perfect. Then the last row on that barrel, onyx, and jasper stone. And when you see that, that Sardian stone there in Revelation 4, Judah, to praise God. But you see the jasper before it, the last stone, jasper, Naphtali, my wrestling's the cross. So the last one is Dan, we're judged, happy, fortunate, blessed are we, Asher, Naphtali, because of the cross. So the first thing we see in heaven in Revelation 4 is the, is, is the jasper, then a sardine or sardia stone. Why? That jasper is cross. We see the cross. And because of that cross, the Lamb of God that is slain from the foundation of the world is worthy to take the seals of that book. Why? We praise God. And he puts the jasper before the sardine star, before the sardius. So what does it say? Well, Judah, we praise God because he's our shield, our buckler, our hire, our reward. Because we dwell in God and he dwells in us. Reuben, see your son and understand a troop cometh. Because a double fruit. We've forgotten the world, crucified the world, world's crucified to us. Because of Benoni, we have suffered. And Benjamin brought forth son of our right hand. God uh, literally becoming sons and daughters of God. And uh, then Dan, we're judged. Happy, fortunate are we, Asher? Why? Because of the cross. But now he changes that battle order. This is a higher glory than Pentecost. Much higher glory than Pentecost. Now he's changed it as we see in Revelation. We start off with Judah always with praise, no matter what. In all things, praise, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you. We give God thanks. And we may not understand what we're going through, but we, Judah, give God the, uh, the praise. Give him the thanks in all things. Well, we see in verse, in, in chapter 7, in the ceiling, we're going to see that there of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben. Now he goes instead of, of Judah, Issachar, Zebulun. It's a different order. Why is God doing a different order? Because we're going to see in this order that this is a higher glory with the Lord manifest in and through the body of Christ, not as little babies, not as little children, not as young men, but as fathers. Much higher glory. So it starts off still with praise, but then we go to Reuben, see your son. The next one, Gad, a troop has come. A troop is coming. Gad, we will overcome. He will overcome us at the first. 
a troop will overcome us at the first, but we, Gad, will overcome in the end. Then we go to that second row of the tribe of Asher. Happy, blessed, and fortunate are you. Of the tribe of Nephilim, the cross, Nephilim, my wrestlings. Why? And the seal of the tribe of Manasseh. Crucify the world, the world of you, forgotten the world, and the world has forgotten you. Then to the third row, instead of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin, we have, we have Simeon, to hear and to understand. Then Levi, oh, the priesthood, the sons of Zadok. The priesthood now is come forth, the king priesthood, Levi. Well, we're going to notice that we've lost two tribes in here. We've lost Ephraim and we've lost Dan because Dan and the sides of the north where they had the golden calf set up. This is too far for you to go to Jerusalem. These are your gods, O Israel. Well, Dan's cut off. And Ephraim's cut off. Simply showing us the glory that is going to be revealed in the church, the body of Christ. And we see Levi and then that last one there, Levi and then Issachar. Issachar, my har, my shield, he's my shield, my buckler, he's my hire, he's my reward. That is the third row. The fourth row, we see Zebulun. Zebulun, we dwell in God and he in us. And of the tribe of Joseph, Joseph, he, notice it, that it is a tribe of Joseph that as, as a unicorn, he pushes all the tribes of the earth together in the unity of the faith. It's a gathering all things into one. Joseph, who was uh, literally captive and taken away from his brethren, then a great, great salvation through Joseph as a type of Christ. He, Jesus, when he came the first time, was a Hamashiach ben Yosef, the suffering servant. But then, now he's coming as Hamashiach, Ben David, the, the Messiah that will never die. That, that fulfilling the promise unto David, Psalm 132, 11, the Lord hath sworn unto David and will not turn from it. Of the fruit of thy body, David, will I, God, set upon thy throne. There'll be one king in his name, one in all the earth. For all shall know him from the least to the greatest. But this is a preemptive. This is the beginning of the impregnating word of God in the sealing that is necessary for the body of Christ to go forth and bring forth a man-child in Revelation 12, the Lamed, which is a didactum, which is a capsule description that we learn and understand the work of God. In a capsule description, give it to us in Revelation 12, the bottom line, in other words. Revelation 12 gives us the bottom line. Well, now we have a battle order and a higher glory in, the, in what? The king priesthood in the sealing. 
Joseph and Levi now have taken the place of Ephraim and Dan because of the glory and higher than Pentecost has gone from Pentecost to Tabernacleist, a much higher glory. And what happens? And then the great multitude that no man can number stood before the throne. Who are these? Whatever thou knowest, these are they that have came out of great tribulation. Oh, I thought we was raptured out. No, no, no. No, that's a lie. Still there in the glory and all the fire, the fire of the ministers and the Holy One, the Holy Ghost over you for a flame. You see, in Pentecost, we have cloven tongues of fire appeared and set on each one of them. Cloven tongues of fire, that's wonderful. But in the last days, angel spirits is ministers of flame of fire, not just tongues of fire, flames of fire who turns his ministers and fire and a holy one over you for a flame and going forth in the earth. The last great reign of his strength, far greater than Pentecost. And not after the rapture, certainly before the rapture, during the great tribulation. So this will be the onslaught with the devil coming down to you having great wrath. Not the wrath of God, the wrath of Satan for Time, times I have three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days. But at the same time, we'll fulfill Jesus' last end of his week or three and a half year work of the ministry of the Jesus ministry. For time, times I have three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days, as we read in Revelation 11. That I give power to my two servants, and they shall prophesy for 42 months. Three and a half years. All these angels standing about the throne. These are they that came out of great tribulation. So he's telling us the seal will get us through there. Through a time of great tribulation. A time of winter. A time of the Sabbath. Pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath days. For then shall be a time of great tribulation. How do you know it's not the rapture? Revelation 12. Tells you, where's the flight? Two wings of an eagle were given to the woman, to the church, where she flieth into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, where she's nourished from the face of the serpent. For a time, times, and dividing of a time, three and a half years, 42 months. There you have why the sealing is so important in the apocalyptic sealing. It's a higher glory. It is the impregnated word of God. That will bring forth the creator manifest in the physical creation. In the fullness of Jesus. In the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. Far greater than Pentecost. The former reign was given moderately. But the last great reign of his strength. Will be the last great glory revealed in and through the body of Christ. And then the Lord will come and gather together. His people. And he will do a work. Cut it short in righteousness. When this body of Christ comes into the measure of the statue of Jesus. The devil won't get into it again. There won't be an apostasy of because he will do a short work. He'll put in his sickle and reap his harvest into his garner, his barn. There you have it, friend. We'd like to hear from you. If this word is striking a witness and a Holy Ghost with you. Give us a call. 
or write us. Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas. That is to me, write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or send me a message either at dennisbeard.org, our website, or sealinggodspeople.org, our sealing website. We'd love to hear from you. Join together in one in the unity of the faith. And I will give you a little, uh, much more information than we, than we can possibly give in the Hebrew ABC theory uh, for uh, the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ in 22 chapters. Well, there you have it, friend. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, there, contact us. Uh, let us hear from you. Not that we want to have a denomination, nothing like that, but a fellowship that we speak the same things in the unity, one mind, one accord, in the unity of the faith. God's doing it right now. Let us not just be uh, there drunkards and sleeping and the new wine being cut off from us. God's making new wine skins now for the new wine, preparing us for the great glory to be revealed. And it's happening right now. Let us hear from you until the next time. This is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold the real Jesus.